members of Zion Congregation, members of Good Shepherd Congregation, family and friends that have gathered here on this uh, scenic spot by the beach. Autumn, Amberlynn, Dakota, and especially to you, Lance and Kimberly, grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord and Savior. Amen. Our uh, reading for tonight, as we contemplate this uh, special time, as we renew our vows, as we give thanks for the gift of love, only made possible by the gift of Jesus, these words from Colossians chapter 3. Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, bearing with one another, and if one of you has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, 25 years ago, 1995, try if you can, try to imagine where you were or what you were doing at the end of August or the beginning of September, 25 years ago, 1995. Bill Clinton was the president. Al Gore, having discovered the internet, was now the vice president. <laughs> the Nebraska Cornhuskers were fresh off their national championship in 94 and ready to be crowned again in 95. That's what happened in 1995. Did you realize that? <laughs> a gallon of gas was just a little bit over a dollar. In fact, gas was cheaper than a dozen eggs. The number one song on the day that you got married, do you know? No. The Kiss of the Rose by Seal. Yeah, yeah, I had never heard it before either. <laughs> By the time you got back from your honeymoon, the number one song was Gangster's Paradise. Okay, that, that fit a little better. 1995, the country was still reeling from the whole O.J. Simpson fiasco. Riots in the street. 1995, 25 years. You know, some of you weren't even here 25 years ago. 25 years, a lot has changed. 25 years ago, a long-haired, smart-mouthed punk from Miami. I've seen the pictures. and a world-class swimmer from New York who made her way to Florida found each other 
and at the Rusty Pelican, <laughs> we're joined together as husband and wife. 25 years. A lot has happened in 25 years. I guarantee you, being a Miami football fan, the last thing you ever thought you would do would be to live in Nebraska. And the second to last thing you ever thought is that you would have even a soft spot in your heart for the Go Big Red Huskers. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely right. We can always uh, check with Uncle Orman on that one too. In 25 years, you made the journey from Miami to St. Louis. And from St. Louis, you thought to Zanesville, Ohio. But the Lord threw a big detour and you ended up in Lincoln, Nebraska. Who would have ever thought? And then after Lincoln, back to St. Louis, any place in the whole world. And God brought you back to Lincoln, Nebraska. And now... From Lincoln, just a few miles down the road, to Omaha. 25 years. 25 years of blessings. 25 years ago, I know two people who were full of pride. John and Mr. B. So happy. So happy to see young love so happy to see love, not only for each other, but pledging that love before the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the fruit of that love, well, we have three giant fruits of love in Autumn and Amberlynn and Dakota. But if you think about it, the fruit of the love that God has blessed you with. And all love, all good things begin in the heart of God. That's where your love for each other began. God created it. God brought you together. God keeps you together. And now the fruit of that love is in the family and friends that are here. The family and friends that are in Florida or back in Lincoln or in New York or wherever. All the lives that God has touched through you. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? That's staggering when you think about it. What's even more staggering is that the God who put all the stars in place, the God who dug the hole for the oceans, the God who said, let there be, and there was a mountain and a fish and even a hurricane, that God 25 years ago, said, let there be Lance and Kimberly. And by that same creating power of God, two individuals become one flesh. God's word is fulfilled. The same God who loved you didn't only bring you together and say, tough it out, he said, I'm going to show you, I'm going to demonstrate for you, I'm going to manifest for you what love really looks like. It looks like the dead body of my son hanging on an old rugged cross. 
That's what it means to sacrifice for your wife. That's what it means to submit to your husband. I give you this picture, and it's not just an example. It is the power to love through the forgiveness of sins. The cross and empty tomb has given you new life. And now, as God gave each of you to each other, you share that new life in Christ with each other. Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, in the book of Colossians, says, Okay, beloved ones. Okay, chosen ones. Okay, Lance and Kimberly. Here's what you need to do. Show compassion, kindness, meekness, humility, patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, don't go on Facebook or Twitter. Forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you. You see, the greatest gift that you have in this new life, this marriage life that you have together is the forgiveness of sins. You know you can't do and be these things on your own. No matter how hard you try, no matter how many self-help books you order, you can't do it. Because of that old Adam or old Eve that lives inside of you. You don't always want to be compassionate and kind and loving and especially patient. After 25 years, aside from the Lord Jesus Christ, you know each other better than anybody else in the whole world. You know each other warts and all. Am I right? Absolutely. In the same way that the Lord brought you together, the Lord promises to keep you together. Not because you try real hard or you send her cards and flowers on her anniversary or even love her so much that you let her pick out her own presents. <laughs> You're able to be together in a God-pleasing way because of the forgiveness of sins. You've heard me say it a hundred times before. The five most important words in a relationship, the five most important words in your marriage. I'm sorry, I forgive you. I'm sorry, I forgive you. You forgive each other because Christ has forgiven you. Too often, when one of us is hurt or has a complaint, we work up enough nerve to say, I'm sorry, and the response is, you should be, you big jerk. Or, I'm sorry, oh, that's okay, no big deal. Two extremes of the same sin. Jesus Christ bled and died to win forgiveness of sins. Christians, Reconcile. Christians, forgive. Husbands and wives live in that forgiveness of sins. They model that forgiveness of sins for their kids, for their extended family, and as a pastor, for their congregation.
The forgiveness of sins is the lifeblood in your marriage. Because as you get a little older, a little grayer, a little bigger, the things that really, really, really seemed important 25 years ago will expose themselves as not being all that big of a deal. These last four or five months have taught us that in warp speed. It's helped all of us reprioritize our lives to see what is truly essential. There's one essential thing, and that's Jesus Christ. And the reason He's essential is because through His perfect life, obedient death, and glorious resurrection, He has won forgiveness of sins for the whole world. You are baptized into that forgiveness. You live in that forgiveness. And when you sin, you drown and die in repentance and come forth a new creation. A new Lance. A new Kimberly. A new husband. A new wife, a new mom and dad, a new creation in Christ Jesus. Lance and Kimberly, I know that I speak on behalf of everybody here, even the ones I don't really know. We thank God for you. We thank God for bringing you into our lives. We thank God for bringing you together. We thank God for your kids. But most of all, we thank God for a brother and sister in Christ that we will enjoy not only years here, but all eternity in heaven with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven forever and ever. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts and minds and love and marriage in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.